what is going on irregulars welcome back on another thursday it's your boy bobby caitlin what's good i just want everyone to know that he's been waiting to say that tagline i have i I didn't let him say it last week (laughs) no she refused she she cracked the whip she's you know you're too tough on me i know right Eh, it's fine how you doing i'm good um i went to the gym today for the first time in I know, right? Thank you. I'll clap for myself so it doesn't sound Good so job. fucking pathetic. Good job. Um, I, I want to say that I have worked out a bit at home. Um, I just, like, I'm not an anti-masker by any means whatsoever, but I just, like, don't, I just sweat too much to wear a mask at the gym, so I just did not fuck with it. Um, but I don't know. I'm vaccinated, so I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll go. Um, first time in how long? I went, I think, once or twice in August of last year, but... Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's, like... I don't even really count that because I went like to go tanning at the gym and I just like hopped in the treadmill for like 15 minutes. So I didn't look like super pathetic. So to reward yourself a little bit, you're like, I got to do something to, oh, yeah. to you know, Absolutely. to reward myself with the tanning. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So, and I haven't been to the gym like regularly in the suburbs since I lived here, I would say. Um, last time that was in 2018. So, I was living in Philly and working out there, um, and I just need to say, like, the gym attire has changed drastically since the last time I went here on a regular basis. Girls or guys? Girls. Okay. Dude, I mean, you go to the gym a lot. like All the time. So, do you see this? Like, uh, I mean, I see it. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about, though? So, like, I... I'm... It's like the sports bras with, like, the, sh- the shorts, the spandex yes. short shorts, and that's so, it. Well, so, I guess... I, I don't know. In Fishtown, which is where I lived before this, I went to Planet Fitness there as well. So a lot of the girls would dress like, I don't know, I think that gym was kind of like a 25 and older almost because that's kind of like what Fishtown area is. Um, And I feel like when you get past 25, you don't quite dress as provocative. I don't know. But basically it was like, you know, cute leggings, cute sports bra, cute tank. Like sometimes you mix it up a little and like wear a crop top, but like you don't, that's it. Like... And everyone's in shape and everyone has money. So it's like that you're not really shocked by it. But like, holy shit, I was on the treadmill and this girl walked out from behind me. I guess she was coming from the bathroom and she was, first of all, tan as fuck. Like I thought she was like had I thought she was half black because her her skin tone was just beautiful. And then she turns around and she's quite obviously not. And I'm like, okay, so, so you're just tan as shit. And also she's like super fit and she's got these like high waisted like I don't know what the material was. Just like cute little shorts on there, kind of like baggy. This like strappy ass sports bra, like a Nike hat. She had Jordans on. And I'm like, this looks like Instagram, but like in LA. Yeah. But this is Lansdale. And, <laughs> and this is Planet Fitness. Exactly. And it's 4 p.m. on a Wednesday, Tuesday. So I'm like, uh. You, you know what I find funny? This was, oh my gosh, I was in college. I was coaching the high school wrestling team then. And I was, I wore cut off to practice. And one kid went in on a shot, his hand got cut, caught in the cutoff, and it ripped the cutoff all the way down to like, right down to the bottom. I used to go to wrestling and then hit the gym and then go home. And I walk in and I didn't have like an undershirt on or anything. And it, of course, it ripped the side that my rib tattoo's on. Oh, so and like I was a like, <laughs> yeah, so I look like an idiot. And I'm like, all right, hopefully they're not going to like yell at me because it's a judgment free zone, right? All that stuff. I look... Let me preface too. I love Planet Fitness. Same. I, it's, yeah, it's a great gym. Um, has everything you need to look good. That's all you need. But 
I'm working out, and all of a sudden, the one girl who works the front desk starts walking over. I knew her. We gra- I graduated with her, and she's like, hey. And I was like, what's up? She's like, so, and I go, is it my shirt? She's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I swear on my life. Like, it ripped that wrestling practice. I hit the gym on the way home. I wasn't, I don't have a spare shirt, like, whatever. She's like, listen, I don't care, but, like, if I got you a shirt, like, if I gave you one, would you wear it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I got a free Planet shirt out of nice, it, you know, nice. whatever. But then I think back to that and then I like think now and I'm like, but how come these girls don't get like no one says anything or whole stomachs showing and they have like the two smallest articles of clothing on possible and no one says anything to that. Now, I'm not complaining. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I think it's great. But like, I just thought it was funny how I got called out for it. And because one side of my shirt was ripped severely for the most part well, i wonder but, like, if they would call you out for it now though because i feel like gym culture has changed a lot since then too yeah because in florida that's where i noticed it first now i moved to florida 20 end of 2017 so and i was there till the beginning of 2020 and florida but florida culture is just different right. you're by the i lived in nine minutes away from the beach so mm-hmm. like everybody's ripped and tan and in shape and bougie and all that so I was like, ah, maybe it's just like a Florida thing. And then I moved back and I'm like, mm, no, things have just changed. It's crazy. And and even I was looking at the age of the girls. Like, I don't I don't know how old those little body girls were. But like, even just some girls that were on like elliptical machines and stuff, like they have to be like, if I had to guess starting at like 13 or 14 years old, which I didn't even know what a gym was when I was 14. Like, so that's just. I'm I surprised they're crazy. allowed there. I, I I don't know. I know one dude that I work out with sometimes there. He brings his uh, nine-year-old to the gym sometimes, but she she has to stay with him the whole time. Right. Like he's she's not allowed to just like go off and do her own thing. So yeah. they're like real weird, real weird. But I notice I notice what you've noticed. So you're not the only one. Put it yeah, that way. it's crazy. And I felt like I was a hundred years old at the same time. So yeah, how do you think I feel? I'm bald. Oh, and and now like they don't have the the tags anymore. Like you like. I lost my tag to scan in and I asked for a new one. They're like, oh, we don't we don't get them out anymore. I'm like, what? And he's like, you have to download the app and connect your membership and then scan your phone. I'm like, I am a I'm, boomer. You, you missed the boat. I'm a boomer. I'm like 50 <laughs> years old now. Like, fuck me. I'm like, oh, the app. He's like, do you need help? I'm like, no, motherfucker. I don't know how to download an app. Get out of my face. <laughs> get out of here. You, you, missed, you missed one year and aged 60. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, whatever. Just because I, my ass gravity has like had a little bit of an effect on my ass, like it's not quite oh as high gosh. as it was a year ago. Like I still know how to download a fucking app, so oh. get on my face. <laughs> that poor kid's just like I'm just trying to help. You know. know what I mean? You just yelled at him. Yeah. Oh man. How are you? Oh, yeah. After that long spiel, honestly, I'm just super stressed right now. Like I leave for Montana. By the time this episode airs, I will be on a plane to Florida and then to Montana. Um, to meet up with all the guys and whatnot and their respective girlfriends from Florida. And I just tried packing the other night. I got the good stuff in. I got like my hiking pants, my hiking boots and stuff in there. And then I'm like, oh shit, what else do I need? And then instead of finishing packing, I just had an anxiety attack, closed the suitcase and turned on Entourage. And just took a nap instead. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so I'm not done packing. I uh, leave very, very soon. And I I just don't know what to do. Stresses from work. Good stress at work. I'm doing well. But, you know, that on top of the podcast stuff, like, I'm just, like, on edge. I'm I'm ready to get the hell to Montana and just 
like be a mountain man yeah yeah i told all my coworkers. i said i'm my my shift ends at five o'clock on wednesday i said do not fucking call me good i do not care good for you if one of my customers are on fire <laughs> do not call burn me. baby burn yeah, i'm going do, on vacation yeah do not call me and if you do call me about anything that has to do with work I'm going to hang up on you and more than likely block you for that week. Good I, for you. Shutting it all off, going out there. Uh, a couple of the guys are dr- dr- started driving from Florida oh, out wow. there. Yeah, they're doing a road trip, whole thing. Um, they're they made it to Wyoming. They're in Wyoming right now. Yeah, I'm so geographically challenged. I have no idea where Montana is or where Wyoming is, but I do know where Florida is, and I am aware of where Pennsylvania is. Okay, is as well. That's so about just it. so you know, it's pretty freaking far away. Okay. Um, and uh, so they're camping there for a couple of days and they're sending pictures. And I'm like, I'll show you them to you after because two of the guys in the group are professional photographers. Oh, fun. So like the You can photos... have some nice glam shots to add to your uh, dating profiles after the. Yeah, the ones that I don't use. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's the pictures and stuff that we're going to get are just so sick. So I'm I'm just ready to go, even though like anxiety is telling me I'm not, I'm ready to just let go let loose this so. is crazy because usually i'm i come in here like visibly shaking from stress and you're like pretty chill so it's it's i'm at least i'm a little bit more calm this week and we're both not losing our minds because this would be quite an episode if that were the case yeah it wouldn't yeah it wouldn't be good for you but guys. you look very chill for whatever it's worth yeah and then inside it's just that monkey smacking the symbols together <laughs> you know bing, 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 and i'm like oh fuck you know what i mean i got this and this and this and do but i got like yeah just way too much okay, way too much on. By the time that this airs, you'll be in Montana. So yeah, whether uh, or not you get it done, no one will know. No, this is also true. Yeah. If this comes out on, I don't know, in three weeks, you'll know that. And it never shit made hit it. The fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So anyway, this week we have a guest with us again that we are very excited about. This is a friend of both Bobby and mine once again. And we're excited to have her on. I don't know why we've never thought about bringing her on before because her story is interesting. Yeah, I think like it, it sounds really rude, but I don't really care. I'm going to say it. You guys are my friends. Um, well, at least the people sitting in this room are. You guys listening probably are like, this guy sucks. But um, <laughs> but no, like I feel like since it was like she was always like my ace in the pocket. Like I knew yeah. like no matter what, she would be available. Like, you know, and, and it's a story that we could we could do. So like I, I was like, you know what? Not that her story is better or worse or anything. I just knew that she would always be there. So I was like, let's focus on the things that are going to be really, really challenging to get and try and overcome those first. And then, you know, let's we'll get her in when, when we can get her in. And here she is, ladies and gentlemen. We are bringing on a friend of ours who deals with an autoimmune disease called alopecia. That is quite literally all that I know about it. So if you could tell us some more about it. Welcome, Ricky. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I've never had a bad day in my life. You, you all should know that it. by now. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's your line. Yes, it is. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yourself first, and then we'll kind of get into your story. Uh, my name is Ricky. I live in Conshohocken, which is right outside of Philadelphia. I'm 27. And like they said, I've known Bobby and Kate for a Too very long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> a long time. And yeah, I just work a lot. Normal life. Except for today, I guess. <laughs> I like it. Every it's time a- Bobby says that he's in Conchahawk and really, really drunk, it's I'm assuming it's usually with you, correct? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so here's some full circle action, guys. Yeah, full circle. Whenever I usually, actually, I would say within the last like three months, every time I've been drunk has been in Conchahawk. And I feel like you get like exceptionally drunk in Conchahawk. 
It's just a thing that happens there. <laughs> yeah, like the way alcohol flows there is just is totally different. It's just it's smoother. I've never been out in Conchi before. Have I come out? All right. We're yeah, gonna what go the out. hell? Really? I don't know. No, I have Bobby doesn't invite you. Because I honestly don't know anybody that lives there except for you now. And like uh, older friends who now have kids and stuff and, and yeah, definitely don't... don't want to party with my ass. No. And I feel like every time I go out there, I run into somebody I know. Remember the last time we went out for your birthday? Yeah. I ran into that kid from high school. I haven't seen him in like 12 years. He's like, yeah, I recognize you. I was like, oh, shit. It seems like everybody kind of moves to Conchalk and it's like the place now because it's so close to the city. Yeah. and, and it's it, like But it's far th- enough away from home, too. Yeah. It's right. Nice. I feel like once Philly's kicked your ass and like like chewed you up and spit you out you're like all right i'll go, I'll go to country like i can't go home at this point <laughs> yeah. kind like, of yeah like a beaten like a beaten horse you know what it's i mean like you can't take the city's woes anymore <laughs> country is like the adult place to live now i feel yeah people go there like you know still single still in a party but they can like walk up and down the street it's a lot of like good restaurants and bars so it's fun a good country plug guys there yeah, you go there. i got i got all the deets <laughs> oh my god so tell us a little bit about your story and kind of just walk us through, paint that picture of, you know, what you currently live with. Okay. Do you want me to kind of explain what alopecia is so people understand? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's start off with that. Yeah, because okay. I can tell you I have no idea. I mean, I know basically, but not really. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like more people know about it now, but it's still not like understood. So like, like you said, it's an autoimmune disease. Uh, basically... Your body is attacking your hair follicle because it thinks that it's a disease. So it thinks that it's harming your body. So it attacks it, which causes your hair to fall out. So there's three different kinds. Alopecia areata is the most common. It's for like people with stress. Normally, if you have like a really high stress situation, Bobby said he's had this before. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can get steroid shots and it grows back. Happens every so often, but it doesn't really affect anything else. Um, I have alopecia universalis, which just means your entire body is hairless. And there's really no cause. No one can really explain where it comes from because there's no one in my family who has it. So it's definitely not genetics. And I don't think stress could have started when I was four and lasted up until today. So, Oh, my gosh. Um, and then there's a third one, alopecia totalis, which I don't know too much about. I just know that it's just your head. It's just your head, your eyelashes, your eyebrows. That's it. You have hair everywhere else, which I think is probably the worst case scenario. Yeah, right? Like, that sucks. I feel like I'm happy with the one that I have just because I'd rather have all or nothing yeah. at that point. But Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Could you imagine me with the third one? Oof. You know what I mean? Like, no facial hair. But then, like, because from the from the <laughs> neck down, like, I'm hairy as shit. So, like, it would be, like, Everyone really weird. Everyone would think weird. that you had cancer all yeah, the time. Yeah, all of the time. Yeah, it would be really bad. Which oh is gosh. something I'm, I have questions about. So, I'm assuming you were, you noticed this, like, noticed this, I don't know, you found out when you were four? Like, so, it was a slow but fast process, I would say. I was four, four to five is when it started like so, so you had hair when you were born and, and i had hair when i was born i have baby pictures and like toddler pictures of me with blonde curly hair so oh, wow. and then it came out of nowhere basically i would wake up in the morning and there would be large clumps of hair on my pillow and it would just be more and more every day and it, it wouldn't be like the whole thing at once or like little bits it was like enough to be noticeable but like it was just confusing. You're just like, what is happening here? Like, what's causing this? So then slowly, like, it just fell out more and more. Obviously, my parents completely lost their minds and, like, thought I was, like, deathly ill and took me to the doctor. And 
at that time, they honestly didn't know too much about it, but they were like, she has alopecia. Um, her hair is going to continue to fall out. Um, we don't really know at what rate, if it'll stop, if, if her hair will go back. There was no answers at all because, I mean, there's still no answers. I could grow hair back tomorrow and then it could fall out the day after and then I could. So it's, it, it's all up in the air. I mean, mine's pretty consistent. I've had it for, you know, my whole life at this point, but they didn't really have any answers. So my parents were just losing their minds trying to find every, you know, medicine, any, anything they could possibly do. And they, I like the way they went about it, my parents, because they wanted to make sure that I felt normal, but also didn't feel like I needed to feel normal, if you know what I mean. Like when I was at the doctors, they had this pamphlet for this camp that I could go to. Oh, like it'll, it'll help her feel, you know, normal. Like, you know, she'll be at a camp with all these other kids who have hair loss problems. My dad's like, she doesn't need that. Like, she'll be fine. You know, like we'll figure it out. She doesn't need to go and feel like she's like an outcast that needs to go to this camp, which like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You shouldn't do that, but she's I'm not for you. Personally yeah. glad that they didn't do that. Yeah, that's course. cool. But, um, so can I ask, do you remember waking up with the clumps of hair? Like, do you remember all those early, cause four, four or five, you're pretty young. At that yeah. Point. I mean, like I know it happened so I can tell you like how it happened. Cause my parents were there, but like, I can't picture the day you know, okay. in my head that I mm -hmm. woke up and that was happening. Right. I just remembered the process of right. it all. Okay. So it is pretty wild because like when I lost all my beard hair from chemo, dude, those days of like waking up and just looking at your, your, like you said, looking at the bed, you're just like, Oh my God, like what is happening? Ew, and yours yeah. probably disgusting pubes. Oh yeah, it did. It looked <laughs> horrible. I'll never forget the day that I shaved because I, I came up, it was like, it started to get like patchy. And I like woke up and went to fix my bed beard. And then it was just like oh. my entire hair hands were covered in hair. And I just looked in the mirror and I was like, this is it. And then I looked like a puck chicken after that. So <laughs> it was really bad. Anyways, I digress. I mean, you you had that happen to you later in life. I'm personally glad that I went through it young because I hear stories of girls who went through it in middle school or high school like you know, when people aren't very nice to you already and then you have to go through that whole process of dealing with that, like I... And and your hormones are going crazy too, middle school, high school. Oh my like, God, I couldn't imagine. Emotional, you know, oh my gosh, no. Oof. I have to say, it's pretty humbling to think about. I This is going to sound so lame. I cut my hair off like four years ago and I cut like 14 inches off of it and I had like a complete crisis of like, who am I? My hair was like the one thing I always fell back on. Like if I wasn't tan enough or skinny enough or my, my outfit sucked, like at least I had great hair. And then I cut it off and I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> and then it grew back three years later and I'm fine now. But like, oh, Lord. Yeah, it's funny. I have a lot of girlfriends that like don't get the haircut because they're like, if I get a cut, I'm going to hate it. And then I'm never going to want to do it again. And like, it's like precious. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I feel the same way about mine now, but it's because I pay a lot of money for it. <laughs> I can't even imagine like someone like you said who deals with that later in life and has to like I, create this whole new yeah. identity for themselves i mean when i was younger like going through it obviously you know it was not easy i there were all the medications i think that was the worst part like i actually got to a point where i told my parents like no more like i'm done like this is just who i am and just i'm not gonna try these different things anymore like there was one where it was like an ointment that i would put on my head and my, where my eyebrows would be and it was supposed to like irritate the skin so much to like force hair to grow but all it did was irritate my skin mm. so then i would just be irritated all, constantly all of the time how old were you at this point 
I don't know the exact age, but I was definitely under 10. Oh my gosh. So I was just sitting there with red, it was red too. So it was like obvious, like red eyebrows, red head, just like irritated and miserable. And like, I appreciate them for trying, but I was, I, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. And then there was different like things for eyelashes and they looked for wigs for me, which took quite some time. I mean, first we were literally using, I'm going to call them Halloween wigs because they were made like crap and I had a double-sided sticky tape it to my head and it was itchy and just not a good experience. But after I would say a few years of using those, my mom found a woman who has alopecia and she makes the wigs I'm wearing now. I've, I've been wearing and using her company since I was a child. Like, she's basically my family at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, I got to say, she does a great job. Because oh, yeah. I, I can your, – your wigs are top-notch. She does a great job. I mean, she wears them herself, and she's been doing it for such a long time. And she inspires me because she has her whole head tattooed, and that's something I really want to do. Yeah. But well, I'm see that. terrified. I can see you doing that. <laughs> yeah. She it should. Was- she should do it. I've been trying to convince her for like oh, months I'm now. Shocking. So well, unlike you, Bobby. Well, I know, right? Well, every like it's like every couple of weeks she'll like text me and she'll be like, Call me a bitch and tell me I won't do it. And I'm like, You're a bitch, you I won't need, do it. I need that. I need that. <laughs> yeah. I need someone to just like hold my hand and drag me there or something. Yeah. I'm just gonna schedule the appointment. Like, yeah. And he will. You know that. That's yeah. fine with me. I'm just gonna need like, I don't know, some ointment, like a Xanax to calm me down. <laughs> <laughs> some ointment a Xanax. <laughs> like on my head to like numb it a little bit. <laughs> Um, so what was growing up like? Like, what was school like and other people? If you don't mind getting into oh, that. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, honestly, surprisingly enough, when I was younger, I mean, you always know that, you know, you're told beauty standards, you know, guys want you to have long, beautiful hair and long eyelashes. So I always thought that the boys would be the bad part. But it was the girls. The girls were mean. Bitches. Like, Girl? how old? Um, I would say... Middle school and on. I could say that. Well, not now, per se. Maybe I just don't care now, but... I think you don't care, and also, like, I don't... We'll plug your Instagram. This girl's fucking slamming, so, like... Uh, they don't have a name, nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. G- girls can't talk shit. No. No. But, yeah, like, they would just say... I mean, even in middle school, though, like, you... That's when we started kind of having social media, I think. I had, like, Zanga, if you remember what that oh, was. Oh, my God. Of course. We all remember oh. Zanga. Yeah. So that was, like, the what we used then. And you couldn't really do much on there. But then they created Formspring, if you remember oh. Formspring, where you could Ooh. anonymously say things to people. Yeah. That was rough. Imagine that nowadays. Oh. I'm sure they have different versions of it now. I mean, now you just have to say it on their Instagram and hope, uh, <laughs> hope yeah, you don't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, start a fake Instagram. So can I ask, are you comfortable sharing? Like, are there any things that you remember specifically that they said that really hurt you? Um, You don't have to get too deep into it if you don't want to. But. No, I'm just trying to think of, like, specific examples. I mean, people people would say really awful things. They would say things like, I hope you have cancer. <gasps> <laughs> so they didn't know? or They knew I had alopecia, but they were like, they would preference cancer instead I guess to make me feel bad about it which like I feel like you're kind of a bad person for even like wanting to say something that like low but I mean it was more just like people telling me you know you're not attractive guys are gonna like you you know girls and especially like if I was dating someone and a girl liked said guy I was dating they would be like, well, you know she's bald, right? And I'd be like, yeah, of course they fucking know. <laughs> like, yeah, like wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm um, pretty sure if we're dating at that point, they probably know a decent amount about me. And uh, 
they would definitely know that I'm bald. So, and I, I don't think it bothers them very much, but apparently it bothers you. So it was just stuff like that. I mean, it kind of, I feel like being bullied, it didn't, I wasn't a bully, but I definitely bullied them back. Like I, it definitely forced me to be like, I guess more of a fighter. Like if someone's going to say something to me, I wasn't afraid to just flat out approach them and be like, do you think that's okay? And then that's when they would like crawl into their shell and be like, Never mind. I would say she's a very, um, what would be a good vocab word? <laughs> like upfront, like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you have, you really, even to this day, you have no problem just being like, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. But instead of being like, yo, what's up, bitch? And like being, taking like a super immature route, you just walk up and you're just like, so, um, what's going on? You're mm-hmm. just like, ooh, she's like way more calm than <laughs> yeah, I am. And- so much more. Like about what yeah. you said, they're like, uh, I never thought you would actually talk to me. And I'm like, well. Yeah, because, here I am. Well, because you're you're short, you're attractive. Like you, if you, I feel like you're that kind of shy that like if you don't really know you that well, you don't kind of come out of your shell at first. Yeah. So they probably weren't expecting you to come at them at all. Yeah, especially with social media. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't really have to. And then I think MySpace in high school, you know, Ugh. commenting and all that kind of stuff. It it was all especially social media, but even in school. Um, but yeah, it was mostly girls. I mean, guys were a little bit mean, but honestly, I always got the same thing. You are so lucky. You have no hair. And I'm like, I guess. Like, that's kind of creepy. Guy, guys <laughs> said that to you? Yeah, like, they would make it, like, kind of creepy. And I'm like, now I'm just a little bit weirded out. But, I mean. That's so standard of fucking but, guys. But, but that's not. I was just going to say, like, I feel like the guy's side of bullying was, it was so, like, immature and dumb that it wasn't even worth paying attention to. You just look at it and you're like, you're an idiot, and then you just keep walking. As yeah. opposed to like the girls, they can dig in a little deeper and girls hit use you their f- words a lot more efficiently than guys do. Guys are like, "Damn, that's sick," and you're like, "All right, like <laughs> you're dumb, whatever, go away, Jonathan." Yeah, the worst, the worst <laughs> insult a guy could probably be like, "Oh, well, you're bald." You're like, "Yeah, thank you so much." I never. Yeah. You will be one day too. So, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, chill, <laughs> chill. I'm bald. Yeah, but it's hot. Oh, We've well, been over this. Yeah, thank you. You're I welcome. guess. So. Um, high school was it, did it kind of when do you think it kind of stopped like that bullying and I feel like once I kind of made it known to people that it didn't bother me like I kind of had to like set that standard for people so that they didn't think that that was their way to like get at me when they were like mad or didn't like me because they would say it and my response would be like okay and and they were like well, oh. I don't have anything else. This, so like, this that didn't, was all I had. Yeah, this didn't affect her as much as I thought it would. Yeah. So it actually reminds me of an episode of The Office where they're like making fun of Michael and Jim goes like, Michael, like just lean into the joke a little bit. Like if you lean into it and then pe- people don't have anything to say and then someone, he's like, here's an example. And they go through an example and he's like, oh my gosh, Jim, that actually worked. And Jim's <laughs> like, yeah, I know. You do that very well. I've seen you do it. You yeah. know what I mean? So. It just And I mean, for a while it was a, you know, fake it till you make it, you know, I'm going to show you that I don't give a shit so that you think I don't give a shit. So you just give up and stop trying. And then eventually it truly just became that I didn't give a shit. So it just, you know, just happens. But I mean, I think that I was definitely always trying, like I was thinking other people were thinking about it more than they really were. Like I was always trying to prove something, always trying to like do other things and like felt self-conscious about it. But the only reason is probably because things people said and, you know, just feeling different. But over time, I got over it. And I feel like most people that I've met and guys I've dated, when they do see me without my hair, they're just like, you look 
the same. Like your face didn't change. So like it's just hair. Your face. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, your face didn't change. Personality didn't change. I feel like I'm one of the few guys who have seen you without hair. Yeah, there's not too many. Yeah. I've seen it on Instagram. Yeah. But again, she has a beautiful body, so it's very easy to get distracted by that as well. So. <laughs> Caitlin said, I have that a low key girl crush on Ricky. Let's just admit it. Here it is, yeah, guys. This, this is true. Um, I think the first time I met you, I was like, Can I see your boobs? I'm like, Is that inappropriate? Oh, yeah. I You were wasted that night. I yeah. actually dropped you off at your house. That was like, the night that we had the bar tab of like $1,200 on uh, Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. And I remember I dropped her off and she goes, I just asked Ricky if I could see her boobs. And I was like, What'd she say? She goes, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for a response. It's <laughs> like, get out of my car. And I was like, sure, I have plenty of photos. And that was the day that day we met, too. So, like, I was like, oh my great, God. Great girl. Anyway, how do we get here? Great girl, huge boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I don't have boobs, as we all know. So, like, I'm like fascinated by tits because, like, they're like a foreign concept to me. Oh my God. Like, I, I'm, yeah, anyway, I digress. Let's, new topic, Bobby. T- lead us somewhere else, please. I think, uh, I think the next kind of like milestone we want to hear is actually, your realm here like you wanted to get into like the girl stuff like getting ready i, I shit that i just so tits out. again no i'm kidding <laughs> um, so yeah i mean obviously i i feel like this generation is so much more blessed than, than you and i were growing up because like we learned how to do eyeliner like with a pencil like mm-hmm. a big thick gross line and like blue eyeshadow even. right yeah yeah um so what was that like learning how to do your makeup and like like how did you my, my one actual question i'm fully going off the rails here is how did you pick your hair color because you said you had blonde hair as a child now you're more like a strawberry blonde so when i started getting the wigs i just went for what i th- what my hair was my mom's like you were a strawberry blonde when you were born so i was like all right i guess i'm supposed to be strawberry blonde i'll just keep buying that color i mean i didn't buy it thank you mom and dad but <laughs> um yeah so i got strawberry blonde at first i did like short and then so they la- the wigs last two to three years are supposed to last. And then... Is it real human hair? It's real human hair. And the mold, it's like a silicone mold that is made specifically for my head. Like they... Oh. When I was younger, they actually used to come to my house, paper mache my head, and then use that to make the mold. Now they're like, you know, high-tech technology. They just have like a little laser thing that works. A scanner. Yeah. And then it'll just make it. But... um. Yeah, so it's fit specifically for my head, and it's real human hair. They only take, like, virgin hair, so it can't be dyed or anything like that. Um, I think So part of you is a virgin. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had a third in there. Sorry. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> um, I think it's from, like, Locks of Love, you know, wherever people donate their hair to. But start out with Strawberry Blonde, and then after the two to three years, you can actually get them repaired one time for a little bit less of a cost, and then it'll last you another two to three years. And then after that, you kind of just have to start fresh with another one. So my parents were great enough to normally buy me two so that when like so when the first one was starting to fall apart, so the hair will fall out, obviously it doesn't grow back. And then like the silicone mold will kind of like fall apart. And then because I was a child, my head was growing at such a fast rate. So they would buy them kind of like staggering so that when one was being repaired, I would still have one to wear. Did you get the same one? Like when you doubled up like that, like, or did you Normally, change up, change up styles? I would, I progressively got longer at one point. Like I started short and got like longer and longer. And then I realized really long hair is like impossible to maintain. And then 
change the color. I think one day I was just like, maybe I'll be brown now. Like maybe I'll be a brunette and I'll, I'll try it out. And I remember my boyfriend at the time was like, no, you've always been a blonde. And I'm like, well, your opinion doesn't matter. So I'm going to buy brown. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I hate when guys play on hair. It's, I always say this, like your boyfriend's always like, I don't want you to change your hair. I like it how it is. And then you change it like, oh my God, I love your hair. It was like, also like, it's on my head. Exactly. I'm like, well, good thing it's my hair. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, because like I would I feel like I would get like three wigs and then just like change them all up. Like I change them every day. I yeah. feel like. Can you change it every day? I mean, yes and no. I mean, if I want to spend that much money, yes. If I, but so the wigs that I have now are more expensive. I've been looking into like cheaper options just to like play around with it. You know, be mm-hmm. blonde one day, brunette the next day, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. whatever I want to do. But I slowly started switching it up like throughout the years, and now I just kind of go with whatever and. When you buy them, I always say they come like cousin it. Like they're just hair. Like there's no bangs. There's no style. It's just the color that you wanted and the length that you wanted. So then I take it to Maria and I have her. I've been going to her for forever because she touched my wig and made it beautiful. And I was like, I'm never going to find this again. So I'm just going to keep going back to her. 11 a.m. salon, local local business. Always plugged. Yes. Um, so then I get them all styled and then, yeah, I can wear them for a while, but I've been trying to buy like some more different styles. So I can Does she style them up. when they're on your head or does she put them on a mannequin? No, it's on my head. So a lot of people are always like, why don't you just like wash your hair in the sink or like, you know, leave your hair at the hair salon for the two hours and then go somewhere. I'm like, there's no really way for it to stay on anything other than my head. Like it's rubber and it's, it's a giant suction cup. So I just push all the air out and then... It sits on my head perfectly and doesn't come off unless you like literally you have to like yank at it. So which is another question that I have later on. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it can't really sit on like a mannequin head and stay still. So she would be having a hard time and you can't really put any like people like, oh, you put like a pin in it to like hold it down. But if you put a hole in it, then the air that's supposed to be, you know, it's just a whole thing. So, yeah, I go like swimming with it on, shower with it on. And it stays in your head when you swim. Mm hmm. Wow. And like get my hair done. You can style them. The only thing is the hair gets dry much easier. Just right. so I like have to do a lot of conditioning and all that. But so yeah, you I mean, wash it off also. Yeah, I wash it like normal, like once a week. Unless what I. The, what are you washing it for? If it doesn't, get, does it get greasy? Like the bangs on my face okay. obviously will get mm-hmm. greasy, and like underneath, if I'm like sweating, like going to the gym or whatever, goes down the back of my neck, so on my hair. Um, this yeah, is funny. This is all things that I have not experienced because I haven't had hair for so long. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what was it like having hair? Now I totally forget. I totally forget. The only like, reason I know is because of this wig. Yeah. Like I because I, I remember in high school, I used to have like long hair. It used to be like down to my chin. And now I remember like coming home from wrestling practice, like drenched in it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that shit was gross and greasy. Yeah, now disgusting. I don't have that. Oh, my gosh. This is taking me back down memory lane. Keep talking. This is why it <laughs> takes me so long to get here. Honestly, I was thinking about this before we were recording. I'm like, I went to the gym. I'm like, if I were Bobby, I could literally just go to the gym. I Actually, if, if I didn't want to, I wouldn't even have to stop home because I could just splash water on my face and show up. I'm like, but I have to go home. I have to take a body shower. I have to blow dry the sweaty spots in my head. I have to then straighten my hair and put dry shampoo on it and then put makeup on. And that is why it took me an hour to get here. Dry shampoo is a savior, especially yeah. for me. Oh, <laughs> sure, yeah. Just because then, because the roots don't get right. greasy, mm-hmm. so it's like just around the edges where it would get greasy. So dry shampoo saves my life. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I wash it like once a week unless I do something like crazy and put a lot of hairspray in it. Or I can do all the things with it that I think that's why my parents were like, this is this is the winner. This is the one you should have yeah, because absolutely. you can just put it on and go about your day and you don't have to worry about it. And I remember my parents told me when I was a kid trying to put it on, like I had to find like different ways to like fully get all the air out of the wig. So I would just put a pillow in the corner and do a headstand. Oh my God, that's oh my amazing. Gosh. <laughs> They probably have a picture of it. Somewhere. Do you still do it now? Please say yes. No, no but I probably yeah. should. <laughs> could you imagine? She's like, um, actually, it could like if you're hungover and you have to put your wig on, like, yeah, it's like time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what other th- what other challenges do you have as far as like getting ready and you know, putting yourself together? Um, like as your eyelashes and your brows, right? Yeah, I mean, thank God for microblading because I mean, when I was younger. I always had bangs. I did like straight across bangs. I had glasses. I kind of like figured out ways to mask it with the wig. So I would wear glasses. You wouldn't really be able to tell I didn't have eyelashes. Straight across bangs. Couldn't see that I didn't have eyebrows. And then eventually I like grew out of that style. And my mom was like, there's this new thing that came out. You can tattoo on your eyebrows. And I was like, mom, I've seen horror stories. I'm absolutely not doing that. (laughs) I don't want to come out with some crazy clown eyebrows and like look ridiculous. Like, no way. And then over the years, it became more like popular. Everybody's doing it. You can see it all on Instagram. Some people are really great at it. The girl I go to is amazing. And that helped a lot. I mean, now I don't have to do that in the morning. But the eyelashes, I think, were like the biggest challenge. I mean, now that they have magnetic eyeliner, that helps a lot too because the glue. So I had to actually watch a lot of YouTube videos. So they would show you like, I would literally like YouTube, like girl with alopecia putting on fake eyelashes. <laughs> and there would be tutorials of girls like showing you like, oh, you have to do these specific steps to make sure they don't like fall down. And this glue works really well. And these are good because they're light eyelashes and they won't droop. And there's still like complications. Like when I go out, I always have like eyelash glue with me. because I'm like, if it falls off, like I don't have yeah. anything there. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's a whole process. I think that's the one thing that I wish I had. Everything else I can kind of like, I got my eyebrows microbladed. I have a wig. The eyelashes are the one thing that like I can't always just have. I feel like like at some point though, like I I would be willing to bet, but before your life is over, they'll figure out a way to get you permanent eyelashes. Like there's just no way. The beauty industry is so, like it's so up and coming. It'll be there. Magnetic? Magnetic. I'm, I'm <laughs> still, still stuck on I, that. I didn't believe in it when I first saw it. I literally watched tutorials on YouTube. That's like so. This my shit thing. actually works. It works. Oh. But magnetic. So yeah, you put the magnetic eyeliner on your eyelid, it's like and then there's little magnets on the eyelash that stick to it, and it's like crazy. I literally blew like a blow dryer in my face to make sure it wouldn't come off. Okay, you have to what? send me the brand of that because I want to try it. Oh, uh, I think it's Glamnetics. Love that. They're pretty expensive, but worth it magnetic He's still magnetic on eyeliner i just like think of like the magnetic like like chargers and stuff like that that just like like click on like real quick yeah, and i like just picture yeah just you just hold like, it up and it just clicks it, like it that. basically does no we'll show you videos you have to do like, you have it do you have them not on me i want to watch you do it i just want to <laughs> just snap <laughs> like, on your face i think face. i might have a video because i i was in disbelief when i did it the first time but i was yeah i was just like i have to try it i was like if I learned one thing today, that was the best thing I've learned. <laughs> and people are like, oh, magnetic's so close to your, like, eyeballs in your brain. Like, isn't that bad for you? It's like, it's like the teeniest amount of magnetic. Like, it's... You carry a cell phone in your pocket every yeah, single day. Yeah, I was Shut like, up. I'll be fine. Like, I do plenty of other things throughout the weekend that yeah. probably would kill me first. Yeah, oh, <laughs> white, white calls. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. 
Can't get over these magnetic. No, touches. no. I like. I want to look at it now. I'm just there because like my my Mac charger, my old Mac charger, actually the same one that you have. I think mm-hmm. it would like click yeah. in, and that's like literally what I'm envisioning. And I just can't picture that on my eye. I'm also super sensitive to my eyes. Like, can you touch your own eyeballs? Yes. Yeah. Really? Oh, well, I we, can't. We well, we're girls. Makeup, <laughs> yeah, so we yeah kinda... I can't. I can't do. Well, people with contacts. Like, I mm-hmm. if I had if I need contacts, I'm done. I'll just wear glasses the rest of my life. I my can, ex-boyfriend did that. I cannot Pussy. touch. Can <laughs> I cannot watch or touch my eyeballs? Can't do it. All right. So this wig stays in your head pretty well. One of the top questions I had going into this was like, can you get your hair pulled during sex? Oh. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I've had guys try and I'm like, if you do that again, I'm walking out this door right now. Don't even fucking touch it. And they know. Obviously, they, they know. know. Yeah. But I, you know, in the moment, they're not. The guys don't. They're just like animals. We're thinking they about. They don't fucking think about it. We're thinking about all of the other things. Yeah. Well, is it like, I mean, I, I've worn clip in extensions before and I remember like, this is going to get graphic. Dad, if you're listening, please fast forward about two minutes. So when girls like when you get, get it from behind, like. They, 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 they pull your, your hair. Dad's gonna kill you. They pull your hair like like backwards, and you kind of just like lean into it because you're like, if you keep pulling, it's gonna come out. And you kind of just like lean into it. Is it the same thing? Yes. <laughs> yes. I figured. Same thing. You they pull. It doesn't come off. But I'm like, if you do it again, I'm gonna good smack job. You. Caitlin and Ricky found common ground. So <laughs> men, if you're ever pulling a girl's hair during sex, and you see her like going with your hand pulling, it's because she has fake hair, and it will come out if you keep pulling. Yeah. So. It's not because you're super fucking strong. No. <laughs> no. It never is. No, it's never. because hair is expensive as shit. I've had, clip, like I said, I've had clip and extensions, and I, so I know about, like, the life of human hair. Mm-hmm. And that shit is expensive AF. So, like, can you tell us how much a wig costs? So, these ones, uh, they're, they're, like, a range. It depends on the length. Um, you can, I th- I'm pretty sure you can order, like, the, I don't, I'm going to use the wrong word, but I'm going to say density of the hair. And you can also order, like, do you want it curly, straight? There's, like, a whole, like, list of different things that you can do. So Filters, like, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can get, like, pin straight or you can get super curly. You can get in the middle. I always just go, like, in the middle because I'm, like, it'll have some, you know, some volume body. and yeah. some body, but it won't be, like, anything crazy. Um, so I normally get, I think this one's, like, 12 inches. Um, and it was a little over $5,000. <gasps> Whoa. Were you ready for that? No. Yeah, I was so excited to talk about no. this. Because <laughs> oh my god. Me, well, who, who was it? it? Was me, Wagner, you, and there was one other person there. We were went out to poorhouse and we were talking about how much your wigs were. And I was like, "Whoa, let's back." Yeah. You were like, "Yeah, this one was like five grand." I'm like, oh, "Let's backtrack." Um, what? That's like the price of like a a, a shitty boob job. Well, so my parents, I've. Bought a few now at this point because I'm an adult. My parents don't buy my stuff anymore. But <laughs> um, when I was a kid, they bought, I'm going to say at least 10 or so. Oh so the amount of money that they spent. And so I told you earlier, you can get them repaired. So after those three, two to three years, however long it lasts you, that repair costs a little over a 1000 Okay. So it'll last you like, so we'll say $7,000 for like six years. Holy shit. At, at the most amount of years that you'll get out of it. Can you finance them? So normally what I – once you pay half, that's when they start making it. And then as they're making it, you can pay off the other half. So basically I just save up like $2,500 and then give them that. And then as they're making it, I pay her monthly 
for the rest of it. Well, no shit you're working all the time. Oh, my God. That, that, wow. And there's nothing, like, there's no kind of insurance or anything that, like, helps you with that. No, all. because they consider it, like, cosmetic. They don't <laughs> consider it, like, necessary for okay. me to have. So, okay. I mean, I'm happy that my parents did the work when I was younger and found this place because I know plenty of girls. I've met girls over the years that have alopecia and they weren't as fortunate and i mean what it, did they do, what did they end up doing they just rocked the bald head i mean they probably tried some like wigs that weren't as expensive but yeah. y- you can always kind of tell with those ones like mm-hmm. so like i've when i was younger actually we my parents instead of doing the camp thing they did like pen pals with girls from other states who had alopecia so we'd like you know, talk to each other once in a while on the phone and just like, you know, hang out once in a while and our parents could like have us meet up and um I'm sure that was good for your parents too as well. Like therapeutic for your parents because they're probably like, How is your kid doing through this? Like you're a strong you're a strong chick, you know what yeah. I mean? So like they the other parents may be like, My daughter is losing her mind. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like beneficial for everyone. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So like I had those friends growing up and I mean, my friends were always funny about it. They like Becca growing up. Oh my God. <laughs> like my friends always wanted to try on my wigs. They thought it was so cool. It's like dress up. I've also had friends like draw on my head with like markers and stuff, like just weird random things. But so like, but meeting people, other girls, especially that had it. And when I was younger, um, they actually had me talk to a few girls. So when I was like, I think I was like early teens, maybe I was like a tween. Um, there were younger girls who were just starting to go through it and, you know, scared and understand what's happening. And I would go and talk to them and like explain the whole situation to like help them feel better about it. So that's so cool. Do you still do any of that kind of stuff now? Not really. I mean, I feel like because when I was younger, it was, I won't, I won't say it's new because I don't know that for a fact. It's probably not new, but now it's you know social media you can see girls with it all over the place you can look up hashtag alopecia and Mm. you'll find a million people with it so it's they don't really need those like support groups now whereas before growing up i didn't know anyone unless my parents found these pen pals or you know had me meet people somehow and my parents will still to this day if they see they'll see someone on the road from like all the way across the street and they'll be like they have alopecia and they will feel the urge to speak to them. <laughs> they like can't help it. Like I worked on the boardwalk in Wildwood and there was a person that came up to me and was like, are you Ricky? And I was like, yeah, why? Like, I just met your parents down the boardwalk. <laughs> they saw me and started talking to me, told me that. Like I was in the Ferris wheel and yeah. they, they met me at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they told me I had alopecia and then told me about you. And I was like, oh, well, it's nice Sounds to like meet you. Sounds like mom and dad. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm Ricky. What's your name? Yeah. I was just like, like cool. Like, we just have a little club, I guess, that we, we don't know about. <laughs> so I want to get back into the dating scene a little bit here. Circle back. What is that like? Like, wh- like I. There's always, I always feel like there needs to be a conversation. But I also, kind. I mean, with social media again, if they follow me on social media, they've probably seen some of my photos with me without my hair. I also have a hashtag, the Baldy movement, which is just like a group of mostly, I think it's all women actually, that have different hair loss conditions. Um, So if they have me on social media, they have an idea. They probably don't know what it is. Um, And when I had dating apps, which I deleted because they're awful. um, I I agree. I had it for a little bit. 
in my bio until you, Bobby, told me to take it out because yeah. you said that it scares people <laughs> because yeah. boys get scared so easily. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think that's probably a good move. Let, yeah. let, me, let me rephrase. Not that it scares people because there's something wrong. Yeah, it scares people because if you put they a don't know big word in there, they're going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm going to swipe left. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, we're, Especially because there's so many people at your disposal. You're like, I don't know what that means. So swipe yeah. left. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're very simple creatures. You have yeah. to make everything very simple. So, but, so I had that in my dating profile for a little bit. And it was always like, what is that? It was either what is that or they knew someone who had it. Like it mm. was... Either. One or the other, yeah, yeah. One or the other. It was never really, like, in the middle. Um, and, I mean, if they matched with me, then they already knew. It didn't bother them. Whatever. Um, without those apps and social media, I always feel like there needs to be a conversation. And I never really know how or when to bring it up because there's not really any other topic similar. Like, I can't just be like... Like, how do you transition? Yeah, like, like, what's hey. your favorite color? By the way, I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so when do you think you use like when do you find that you first date, second if date? If the first date goes well enough, I sent I normally send in a text because I don't want them to feel like put on the spot at the date. Like I don't know I don't know That's how nice of you. I don't know how they're gonna react. And not that I'm gonna be offended, but like I just don't know what they're gonna do. So like after the first date, if the first date goes well enough and I care enough to explain it to them, I'll be like just so you know, I have alopecia. And then normally that'll be like, oh, either what is that? Or that's cool. Like, do you? And then I've gotten so many times like, but you have hair. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there's things called wigs. Back to men being simple creatures. <laughs> yes. Like, do, do, do. <laughs> okay. We have wigs. I'm like, it's a wig. And they're like, oh, wow. It's a, I mean, it's a great wig. Yeah. For whatever it's worth. Yeah. So I was going to say, in guy's defense, yeah. it doesn't look like a wig and at now all. Now that I have eyebrows and I put on fake eyelashes, I, I mask it very well. But um, yeah, I mean, it's. Has it ever been a problem? Has someone ever been like, oh, that's weird or. I mean, like... rude dudes online, but nobody talks to them anyway. So like, yeah. it's not like people I'm dating. So... They're the ones that are like, well, you're not even that hot anyway. You're like, yeah, like a guy. You, why'd you hit me up then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy who was like talking to himself in my DMs for like two weeks. And then I didn't say anything. He was like, I posted a picture of me without my hair. And he was like, well, that's gross. And I was like, OK, <laughs> that's good, a great good one, dude. Yeah, that's a great point. Men that talk to you, themselves and DMs. But it happens all the time. I'm oh, sure yeah. it happens to you all the time. Just like. Hey, hey, hey. I'm like, nobody's talking to you. But um <laughs> I like want to have guys back here, but like I know guys who do this. It's and those I'm like, specific ones though. It's not like, you know, all guys do that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm not gonna say that all guys out there are like crazy weirdos. Thank God. But, um but the conversation is a part that has to happen. And then after the conversation, it's kind of like when do I feel comfortable enough to take it off? Because I've always explained it this way to all my friends that it's not that I'm not confident without it on because obviously I do photo shoots. A lot of my friends see it. I go out without it on. Um, oh, do you? I didn't know that. It's a new thing. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Wow. I would. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I know you've just recently kind of started. And it's like only been to the beach because I feel like that's like a very relaxed. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. going out is definitely it's my next step, but it's a slow process. Um. Because it's not that I'm not, like, confident. It's more of, like, it doesn't feel normal. Because I've had wigs since I've had alopecia. It's kind of like if I left my house without shoes on. 
Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, I get up in the morning, I get dressed, I put my hair on, I brush my teeth, put my shoes on, and I leave. Like you just made it part of your routine. Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if I skip that part, I feel like I'm missing something, and I walk outside, and I'm like, I feel naked. I know exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about. I the other day I forgot to wash my face, and I and uh, I just. I was in a. I woke up super late, which never happens. I've been sleeping like hell because of my anxiety, because of my trip coming up. But I just ran out, and I was like, whatever. And then I'm sitting there. I'm like, did I wash my f- fuck? I forgot to wash my face. And then the rest of the day, I'm like, go, I'm like, get home, get home, hop in the shower, wash your face again, yeah. you know. And it was so. I know exactly what you're talking about. The difference is, is you're putting hair on your head. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, a security blanket. It's just like a normal thing for me. And I also think that. Everyone that knows I have alopecia, like, they've all seen me with my wig on, but I feel like me going out without it and them all, like, say I, like, showed up to Tavern and you guys, with everybody was there. Like, I feel like it would almost be, like, a thing. Like, it, I mean, I, I can it say would I'd be probably a thing. Be like, oh, dang, girl, okay. like Yeah, like, nobody would make it one, but I know, like, I would feel like it would be one. And it would be comments. And they, I'm sure that at this point they'd be reassuring comments, but it would be comments all night long. Yeah, so it would just be a thing. Yeah, yeah. which I have to just get over that. But um, and you, and I'm gonna go on a limb, and you probably just don't want it to be a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's more of what it is. I just don't want. You just want to be able to go. Yeah, you're just like I don't really. Yeah, I'm here without my wig. Shut up. Can we yeah. like chug this white claw or yeah. what? Like, I kind of think that's why I wanted a tattoo on my head because I feel like it'll almost add something there, so it feels like. More people will talk about the tattoo on your head than not actually having your hair on. That, and it's just like, I feel like it adds like pizzazz. Yeah, like, I'm like, it's like missing like something, something. So it'll yeah. add that, like, like I know a lot of girls who have alopecia wear like ear cuffs and like mm-hmm. cool headpieces. And like, I've tried like the head wraps and stuff, and I can't really get it down. So I'm trying. But uh, with guys that I'm seeing regularly dating, um, it really depends on that person like some guys are like i want to see it show me Mm -hmm. and then some guys don't talk about it because they probably don't want to make me feel uncomfortable and then like i feel like i need to bring it up and it just goes back and forth especially because like not really supposed to sleep with it on Mm. because it'll ruin like the hair like if i sleep on it and you like roll around and your hair like kind of moves back and forth it'll break the hair off of the wig so it's recommended that you don't sleep with it on it's also uncomfortable because i'm used to sleeping without like scratchy hair all over my face yeah so if i'm like sleeping next to a guy and it's like a new thing i'm like do i leave it on do i take it off i feel like if i take it off it's a whole event and we're gonna mm-hmm. have to like sit and he's gonna watch me take it off and i'm gonna be like this doesn't need to be this weird <laughs> like yeah it's which would you prefer would you prefer a guy to not say anything or say something like you said like you some guys are like okay i want to see and then there's other guys who probably don't say anything because i can probably tell you i would probably be the guy to not say anything because if i would feel that i would be putting pressure on you to say i want to see it and if you're not comfortable revealing that side of yourself to me i would feel bad i would feel like i yeah it'd be it would be I would feel equivalent that if I called you a bad name, you know what I mean? Like, that's the feeling. I'd be yeah. like, oh, like, I well, just it's like anything that makes someone different about their appearance, whatever that might be. Like, I think generally you don't like pinpoint that one thing and point it out and be like, yeah. hey, let me see that. Yeah. yeah and you're like, ooh. so like I probably would be more reserved, but I understand their intention mm-hmm. of being like, I want to see that. So like, do you have a preference? Which one? I don't. 
I don't care. I mean, I don't want people to feel like they can't ask. Like, if you want to say it, like, I won't feel weird about it. But also, like, if it's a new person I'm dating, they don't know me that well. They don't know that I'm just like, yeah, sure, talk about it. It doesn't bother me. But if it's, like, too aggressive and they're like, you need to, sh-, like, then I'm going to be like, okay, like, you need yeah. to chill Have out. You said no. Maybe fetish. Have you said no before? Has, um, some, has anyone been like, I want to see? And you're like, not yet. Yeah. Many, oh, okay. many times, yeah. And That's cool of you. It takes, like, a little bit. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I, like, trust you yet or whatever. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a trust thing for me. I'm just, like, it's it's something that I don't show, well, soon. I hope to just show everybody all the time. But it hasn't been something that I just go around and do. So, like, there's been guys that I, like, slept over their house. And then, like, afterwards I told them, like, look, because I don't, my roommate knows this like I will go to a guy's house I'll go out to dinner with him do whatever and I will always go home I'm like I'm going home they're like what you're leaving and I'm like yep going home and they always think like oh you don't like me and I'm like no I just feel more comfortable sleeping in my own bed Mm -hmm. because then I don't have to worry about that whole situation and like there's been times where I've told them later like oh I slept over I wasn't really comfortable this is why and they're like well I want you to feel comfortable so don't feel like you need to leave it on for me and I'm like, I appreciate that. I just needed to have that conversation because it's something that needs to happen, I guess. And I mean, I just like for people to not make it feel like a thing because I feel like it always is a thing, especially with dating. They like, And I don't mind explaining the whole situation, what it is, you know, all that and going into it. But yeah, it's always like a different situation. I never know like when to bring it up, when it's comfortable enough. Well, now you can just send them this podcast. Yeah. You can be like, Here you go. If you have an hour, yeah. buckle up, baby. Could you imagine if she actually did that? I think you should. <laughs> if you want to know everything about my life, you should link it in your dating profile. Like, He's like, hey, so I was thinking about we could go out and grab a drink. Do you have an hour of your time? Yeah, to grab a drink with you. No. Nope. <laughs> Regular Before that, podcast. listen to this podcast. Listen to episode 40 and here you go. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And then here we are. Yeah. I also think, so I have a tattoo on my back that, so I, I wrote a poem when I was in fifth grade and it was a pretty good poem for a fifth grader. I'll say that. <laughs> um, we actually, I think we were doing it for like an assignment and I was like, I think you had to write it about yourself, something about yourself. And I've written all like my college, like, papers and all that on alopecia because I'm like it's the thing I can write the most about so I wrote this wrote this poem in fifth grade um they actually put it in the national alopecia areata foundation like magazine one month and I was like that's pretty cool hell yeah um but the last two lines of the poem I have on my back with a fairy next to it and that's kind of like gateway into talking about it with guys because you know they always ask all about your tattoos what do they mean all that kind of stuff so I'm like yeah that one's like a poem I wrote what are the last two lines it says now I know that this is me this is who I am and who I want to be oh mic drop I love that that is nice I might steal that and get a tattoo on my back just kidding (laughs) I don't know but yeah I have the fairy next to it because the pen pals I was talking about there was one girl that every time we would hang out she would give me a different fairy statue like one would be like sitting one would be standing different colors all that kind of stuff so I got that next to it and yeah that kind of helps with the conversations because then it's like going through all all my tattoos like oh what is that one I'm like oh that one's because I have alopecia and they're like what (laughs) and then then the the, uh, simpleton you know uh, know, caveman comes out what is that and then go from there but guys always respond well like I've never really had I mean like Honestly, the worst experience I had with a guy was someone I was dating for a while. I think he, like, secretly didn't like it about me, which is 
really weird and like wouldn't tell me. But when he would get drunk, he would make like comments. And I was like, mm, okay, well. Is this some deep rooted issue here? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what your deal is, but like, you've known this for a long time. So, <laughs> yeah. Grow up, nerd. Like, maybe you're insecure and yeah. you're like doing some weird shit. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, just tell them to grow up. That's been my thing recently. You know, because like, that used to be one of my favorite insults because it fucking cuts deep. Well, well, I just tell people to grow up because 90% of the time that I say it, it's usually when I, I'm acting like an immature mm-hmm. asshole and then you just tell them to grow up. It's a great feeling. Anyways. So it sounds like you were pretty, pretty, a pretty big advocate for yourself at, in what was it, fifth grade when you wrote the poem? Mm hmm. Does that does that come from your family? Like, was your family? It sounds like they were pretty supportive through it. Do you have any siblings? Can I ask? I have three sisters. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. so what's that been like, growing up, having this condition with the family and such? Um, my parents were always super involved. Um, my dad always says I'm his favorite, but he says that to all of us. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I know it because you had to spend all this time and extra energy on me and um, money. Don't yeah, forget. <laughs> exactly. Um, but they did everything they could they did a 5k when I, I think it was like 2008 it was called the tortoise and the hare I thought that was pretty cute oh my god that's uh, so cute yeah where that was it cool. um I can't remember so long ago so but did sh- they like sponsor like they they put together the they put the thing? whole thing together all my friends went we all walked the 5k raised a bunch of money for the national Arape- alopecia areata foundation um and they always donated every year to the foundation. And, you know, we're always looking at, up new, like, products to use and all that kind of stuff. But I think once I got older, they realized, like, she's... She's on her own. Yeah, she she's fine. She likes who she is. We don't need to, like, worry about finding, like, a cure. And I remember I told my dad, I was like, even if they did, like, I wouldn't even know how to shave my legs now. Like, what would I do? Oh, like True. I wouldn't think about that. I wouldn't even know like how to do those things. I'd be like, what? <laughs> like maybe I'm just gonna not do that. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. I could teach you how to shave a leg. I shaved my one leg. My it's tattoo. not hard. You just take a razor to your leg and hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cut myself all the time. All of the time. Yeah, I would be really bad at it. <laughs> so it sounds like a lot of the support that your parents gave you growing up kind of carried through the rest of your life. What kinds of things have you found personally that have been good, like outlets or ways that you've been able to have confidence and support your own self so this is something i stumbled upon i don't even think it was meant to you know boost confidence or like be an outlet but i had a friend who was um starting to do photography and he didn't want to be some creepy weirdo that hits up random girls online to do it so he was like you're my friend we can make it really casual you know i'm learning you've never done this before let's just like have some fun And the photos ended up pretty good. I mean, not anything crazy. But then from that, like, I think because I had alopecia, photographers were intrigued by it. So they would reach out to me and be like, oh, like, let's do a photo shoot. And then, like, slowly I would always wear my wig in the shoots. And then I actually met one guy named Dave who his girlfriend also had alopecia and, like, put us together in a picture you'd think we were twins. Like, because we... We have the same, like, build. We're both short, bald. So we took some really, really amazing photos together. And that was the first time I had done a photo shoot without my hair. And I was like, wow, that was amazing. Like, I loved that. Like, the pictures came out great. It was, like, the first time I saw photos like that of myself. Because you know how we, like, critique ourselves so hard. And then when you see it in a photo, you're like, wow, like, that looks completely different. Like, I wouldn't have even thought about that. So modeling has definitely helped. Like, I know now with everyone being an Instagram model, it's, like, 
some people just do it for the clout. Some people do it for whatever, and that's your choice. But I think it's completely changed, like, my self-esteem because I can feel confident taking pictures with or without my hair, posting them, letting people see them, meeting – I'm going to – this is going to sound weird, but complete strangers, basically, that I meet online to do photos with. I am safe about it, but um, – <laughs> and take these photos, and they just have such an artistic vision, and, like, it's not about what you look like. It's just about the photo and, like, what they're trying to portray. And Dave really had, like, a specific view – of what he wanted these photos to look like. And they always came out just like amazing. And he was the first photographer to be like, all right, take your wig off. We're doing some photos. Like, did you know going into it? Yeah, because he was like, my girlfriend has it and she wants to take photos with you. And like, apparently she had never really met other people with alopecia universalis. Like I've met a lot of people with Ariata, but it's not every day you meet someone like close to you that has it. So meeting her was really cool. Like we bonded. We're still good friends online. And she, she's one of those people who doesn't really rock a wig. Like she just rocks her bald head all the time. And she has a big tattoo on the side of her head. She's probably the one who inspired me to want it. And yeah, just definitely like changed my confidence. I just appreciate everything more now. And it's just like, I don't, try and like validate it or like make it a thing like it's just it's art so i will say i I, i'm pretty sure i know that shoot i mean because we're friends on instagram i see and on top of that i would say every third instagram (laughs) post ricky's about to throw up she'll send me like five pictures and be like which one (laughs) should i post and i go what's your goal i always say what's your goal do you want like do you want likes do you want to look like a thought do you want a boyfriend you know which one do you want and, and i'm like no i want to look beautiful uh, <laughs> questions good questions yeah though. so i fire away and help her out with that but I, I i is it the one where it's like it's like kind of dark right it was always in an abandoned building which yes. i thought was so fun because it you know a lot of photographers like a lot of lingerie shoots a lot of it's the same over and over again with him it was like he would be like let's this is illegal, but let's break into this abandoned building and uh, get some smoke bombs. And he made like props and I was on top of a very sketchy rooftop of this building. I was like, I might die today, but it'll be worth it because the photos are going to be great. Great photo. Yeah. Fire yeah. photo. I, no, it's it's true. I, I, I'm i 99% sure. Are you I know talking about the one where, where you're like laying down? like like? Yeah, we have some laying down, which was pretty gross, but there's one, probably one of my favorites. It's me and her were hands together up in the air. And we both have white dresses on and we're in like water yep. underneath of us. Yeah. And there's like a reflection. And we literally look like we are the same person. That's yeah. crazy. That shoot is badass. hundred percent. That is a badass. We're going to yeah. throw some of these up on our Instagram page. So <laughs> hold on to your hats, guys. No, it's no. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on to your hair. There, hold yeah, on to your hair. Yeah, hold on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I think it's great that you, you know, although you may not have realized that it was an outlet, it now is kind of like your outlet to just live with yourself and you don't care about what other people say or do. This is who you are and you're totally cool with it. My niece, she loves to look at the photos because she gets really confused because she's like seven. She always asks me, she's like, Aunt Ricky, is that your pretend hair? I'm like, it is my pretend hair. And she's like, and I'll take it off. And she gets like kind of nervous. She like doesn't know what to do. Right. But the other day, my mom told me she went to the store and she bought the bald Barbie. Aww. And I was like, that touched my heart. <laughs> That's because uh, So that actually makes me I have a question about that. Do, do people ever growing up or even now think that you have cancer or had cancer? 
um, younger, they would ask. They were always just like, I don't really know. And I kind of like explained the whole thing. I was like, I'm not sick. Like there's literally nothing else wrong with me except for the fact that like I have really crappy nails because I don't have any keratin because that's in your hair and your nails. But other than that, I'm not sick. There's nothing else like wrong with me. So I would like explain that. They're like, oh, okay. Like it, I mean, other than the mean people, it was never really out of a bad place. They just didn't know. Okay. I just want to thank you, Ricky, for coming out. Um, you know, I know you're right down the street. And like I said, you're, you've been my ace in my pocket. I've been waiting to have this uh, conversation with you. It was a great one. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, if you could hone one thing in and just say to our audience what they, you know, what they would, what you would want them to take home, essentially, um, what would it be? Um, I don't think this is like overarching over the whole podcast, everything we talked about. But my thing would be to champion other women because when I was younger all the bullying and stuff that I went through I'm almost happy I went through it because now I'm just so much more of like a positive person when it comes to other women I don't judge I don't like when other people judge so I just want everyone to just like compliment each other make each other bring each other up make each other feel good because honestly it could make somebody's day Amen. Women supporting women. I love it. I and love male it. to male appreciation, which we've talked about before. Thank you. Yes, well. yes. Male to male appreciation. I like that too. I had a post yesterday about that. I actually saw that. <laughs> yeah, you like that one? I love that. Yeah, it was a good one. All right. Thank you, Ricky, again for joining us. Um, I've actually low key just like had these questions about your condition in general. And then like now that I know you a little bit better, I didn't really know how to breach the topic. So thank you for normalizing it and talking about it with us today. Of course. Yeah. So are you okay with people reaching out to you if they have alopecia themselves or if they have questions or anything like that? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Uh, Feel free to plug any social media that you would like for someone to reach out to you on. Um, Mostly on Instagram. It's my first name, Ricky, R-I-K-K-I, but it has two extra I's. So it's R-I-I-K-K-I-I-X-O. Perfect. I love it. On that note, as always, you know what to do. Feel free to follow the irregular Instagram page at irregular podcast. Also follow my personal page at yo Bob, E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B. And follow my personal Instagram page at Katie underscore A-N-I. It's K-A-I-T-Y underscore A-N-I. Guys, as we mentioned, Bobby's going away. By the time that this episode drops, he'll be on his way to Montana. Mountain man. Yes. I am going to Miami next week to visit our guest, our former guest, my best friend, Liv. Um, so we're not going to have an episode next week. Boo. I'm sorry. Summer hours. It is what it is. Summer hours. Like we said last episode. Um, but, you know, hang in there with us like you have been. We appreciate it. And uh, on that note, we'll see you next, next week. Love you. Love you guys. Love you guys.